Homicide, 1911, the case of 61-year-old Charles Louis Lumley. Charles Lumley was convicted of the manslaughter of 32-year-old Mabel Eleanor Gorringe. He performed an illegal operation on her. Mabel Gorringe was the wife of a commercial traveller and had worked for Jones and Higgins of Rye Lane in Peckham as a draper's assistant. Charles Lumley had lived in Elgin Mansions, Elgin Avenue, London, and had been describing himself as a medical practitioner, even though he had been struck off in 1900. At the inquest, when asked about having been struck off, he said that he might have been, but that he was not aware of having been struck off. It was heard that Mabel Gorringe had visited Charles Lumley towards the end of September 1911 with the draper at his consulting room in Great Titchfield Street, off Oxford Street, London, when a legal operation was performed, after which she was taken to a nursing home in Maida Vale, and then later died in her home in Montserrat Road, Putney. A widow that lived in Portdown Road, Maida Vale, said that on the 26th of September 1911, following a telephone call with Charles Lumley, that Mabel Gorringe came to her house with a nurse, and that the draper, who was introduced to her as her husband, later came to visit her. She said that on the 26th and 27th of September 1911 that Charles Lumley visited Eleanor Gorringe and that on the 29th of September 1911 he came again with another doctor and said she is going on beautifully, she is well enough to go out today. She said that later that day the nurse told her that Mabel Gorringe would be going away the following Monday to the seaside and said that Mabel Gorringe left on the following Monday. She said that she didn't think that Charles Lumley had been in the house long enough to have performed any operation. When Charles Lumley took the stand at his trial, he said that Eleanor Gorringe and the draper had come to him at his consulting room in Great Titchfield Street towards the end of September 1911 and thought that Ellen Gorringe had been suffering from peritonitis or appendicitis and had advised her to go to a home and later called another doctor. It was said that Charles Lumley had performed the illegal operation on Mabel Gorringe on or around the 25th or the 26th of September 1911 at his consulting room in Great Titchfield Street and had then taken her to the home in Maida Vale. At about the same time as the legal operation was undertaken, the draper had sought out lodgings in Montserrat Road, Putney, first going there on the 30th of September 1911. He said that he had taken out rooms there because he and Mabel Gorringe were going to live together there from the Monday onwards. However, Mabel Gorringe became ill, and she was seen there by a doctor on the 3rd of October 1911, who suggested that she had undergone an illegal operation. Mabel Gorringe died there on the 5th of October 1911. Following her death, the draper recounted the visit to Great Titchfield Street, where he said Mabel Gorringe paid 20 guineas, which he said he thought was for either an appendicitis or peritonitis. It was also noted that Mabel Gorringe had made a dying deposition in which she had said that Charles Lumley had carried out the operation on her. But Charles Lumley denied it, saying that he had never been with her long enough to have done anything of that nature. At the inquest, it was noted that a series of fake letters had been sent to the draper asking for money in exchange for Mabel Gorringe separating from her husband and going to live with him, after which the draper had sent Mabel Gorringe's husband £50, it being concluded that Mabel Gorringe had practically been sold to him. When the coroner summed up, he said that in connection with the case there had come to light a most extraordinary arrangement, referring to the payment of £50. He noted that Mabel Gorringe's husband had written to Mabel Gorringe asking her for money, 
and that there then followed a series of untrue letters that were meant to be shown to the draper, apparently with the purpose of extracting money out of him. He said that Mabel Gorringe had been a very attractive woman, describing her as certainly intelligent, and that she had considerable influence with men, and had induced them to do things that they afterwards could hardly understand. The coroner added that it was clear that the draper had paid Mabel Gorringe £50, which was to be paid to her husband, and that there was an agreement for a separation, and that it was recognised then that Mabel Gorringe and the draper would then live together, concluding that Mabel Gorringe had practically been sold for £50. The coroner also noted that it was unfortunate that there was nothing to prevent a man who had been taken off the register from practising, and further noted that it was also difficult for a doctor to ascertain whether a man with obvious medical knowledge was on the register. When Charles Lumley was sent for trial, he said, All I have to say is that I am not guilty. However, it was noted that before the jury returned their verdict at the inquest, a police inspector was told something, and that as a consequence he kept an eye on Charles Lumley in the dock. The police inspector then saw him take out a white paper from his pocket, and as he was raising it to his mouth he seized it from him and found that it contained some white substance. Charles Lumley then said, It is morphia. I want to have a little sleep. The police inspector then searched him, and Charles Lumley took from his breast pocket a small glass tube, which then fell to the ground, which he then stamped his foot on, smashing it into pieces. The police inspector asked him what he had dropped, and Charles Lumley said, It is bromide of potassium. You have now got the lot. Charles Lumley was tried at the Old Bailey on the 5th of December 1911. When the judge summed up at the trial, he said, If the evidence satisfies you beyond reasonable doubt that the prisoner did, in fact, use either an instrument or other means for that purpose, procuring a miscarriage, and that with that intention, and death resulted from that act, then you must ask yourself the further question which I indicated to you in the opening. When he did that, must he have contemplated that death was likely to result, or must he have contemplated that grievous bodily harm was the likely result? If, in your opinion, he must have contemplated either of those consequences, then your duty is to find him guilty of murder. If you are of the opinion, and are driven to the conclusion by the evidence, that he did the act which is charged against him, but that he had not at the time in contemplation, and could not reasonably have contemplated, that either death or grievous bodily harm would result, but that he thought that by his own skill as a medical man he could perform this operation, without any risk of either death or grievous bodily harm, then you would be justified of convicting him of manslaughter. Charles Lumley was convicted of manslaughter at the Old Bailey on the 5th of December 1911, and sentenced to seven years penal servitude. After he was convicted of manslaughter, it was revealed that he had been struck off the medical register for submitting fictitious bills in 1900, and that since 1895 the attention of the police had been directed towards him in connection with suspicion of performing illegal operations. <laughs>